Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. Yo, what's happening? It's Johnny King. Welcome to another episode of The Johnny King Show. As always, I'm so grateful that you're here and listening. And today I want to get into some storytelling. I want to tell a funny story and then also, uh, you know, just kind of dive into <laughs> some some things that I think are relevant uh, because it can make a profound difference in your life, without a doubt. So first, first and foremost, let me go ahead and read to you um, a recent uh, review, a one-star review I got on my podcast uh, a little while ago, end of May, from a Carly1215. And she says, I had a horrible interaction with this guy online. He pretends to be uplifting and inspirational, but he is rude, horrendously condescending to women, and not at all someone who should be listened to or placed on any kind of pedestal. Pass. Lewis Howes wannabe. So, there's a little backstory to that. And I only bring it up, actually I wasn't going to bring it up at all until I was on a camping trip with a buddy this past weekend and I was, we were, <laughs> we were laughing about it so much. He's like, dude, you, you got to talk about the podcast. I was like, no, I, like it's going to be one of probably hundreds of bad reviews that I'll get online or whatever over the years. The more I, you know, do podcasts or write books or put myself, put my name out there. Like what's the point of putting any energy into responding? He's like, no, it's just funny. You know, <laughs> I was like, okay. So the more we talked about, it, I was like, okay, maybe I will do this. So <clears throat> Rick, thanks brother. <laughs> um, ultimately I've got nearly 50 ratings, right? On, uh, on my Johnny King podcast. All of them being five stars, all of them being uh, wonderful. Thank you so much. I think sometimes we can, you know, start to get a little skeptical though if there's if there's no bad reviews, right? It's like if you go to a restaurant and they have, you know, 500 five-star reviews, you're like, okay, <laughs> who, who are they paying off, right? Um, but no, in, in, in essence, you're always going to have, you know, people who are unhappy or have a bad experience, Um and this <laughs> this particular person, um, I don't think her name is Carly. I even forget her name. Um, we had a five-minute interaction. And so I had sworn off dating apps for over a year. Um, and then towards, you know, the last, say, month or so of still being more or less in my home the majority of the time, I was like, you know what? F it. I'm not getting out. There's not, not a whole lot of social stuff going on. I'll, I'll jump back on a dating app. <clears throat> so I jump on the dating app and uh, this gal matches with me or, or likes one of my pictures and says, hey, you have a, have a great smile. So I match with her. And I'm like, hey, you do too. And uh, she's like, hey, just, just to give you a heads up, I'm horrible at online dating. That's like the first thing she said. And I come back saying like, that's okay. Like you're here, you're doing it. You, <laughs> you can only get better, right? Um, and then her next question is, Hey, you're, you're not, uh, what'd she say? <laughs> Wait, she said, Oh, you're not married. Are you? And I was like, 
in my mind, I'm like, yeah, you're not good at online dating. That's not the, the best uh, first question to ask. Clearly, I'm on a dating app. And yes, you know, there is such thing as catfishing and um, you never know. But uh, I was like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not married. And, and you're not catfishing me. You're not a, uh, a man pretending to be a woman, are you? And she said, like, why would you say something like that? I was like, what? <laughs> She's like, why would you say something? I was like, I uh, of course, if, you, if you've listened to my podcast, you know who I am. I joke around a lot. I tease a lot. And certainly with text message, you can, there's a lot that can be lost in translation, right? I was like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just fighting fire with fire or something like that. And she's like, you asshole, <laughs> you fucking asshole. This is why you're, you're still single at 40. Like, all, she just starts to go on a, on a rant. Uh, and I was like, and unmatch. <laughs> that was it. That was it. I was like, okay, clearly uh, that wasn't a match made in heaven. And I forgot about it. I was, do, I was literally probably texting her while I was uh, brushing my teeth, right? So that was, that was the end of that. And then uh, someone, one of my friends brought it up to, to me, <laughs> the one-star review a couple of weeks later. I was like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what that is um, or who that's from, give or take. But the whole, the whole thing is, is like, A, if, if, if you're putting yourself out there, um, like I said, in terms of my, my men's meetings, my podcasts, writing a book, you know, putting my opinions out there, you just open the door up for people to, to give their opinions back, which I totally appreciate and can respect, right? Um, and over the last, you know, couple of years, especially, I've learned to have thicker skin to where something like this I can laugh at and I don't lose sleep over versus it, you know, maybe five years ago or 10 years ago would have been cause for, you know, <laughs> throwing, throwing the whole thing out, right? And uh, throwing out the baby with the bathwater and just giving up on, on podcasting altogether. But my thought is, um, you know, when, when you look at something where someone says, like, you know, they're horrendously condescending to women, you know, like very much like a very broad stroke of <laughs> broad brush of a comment like that, right? Um, it makes me think of the whole topic of global beliefs that I've talked about before. I've mentioned it in previous podcast episodes. Like my mom, my mom had a global belief. And I remember again, when I was younger, I was 21 years old or something like that. I came home and she was eating pie and ice cream at 1130 at night. And I was like, what's up, mom? She's like, oh, Johnny, I'm just so exasperated. I, I can't, I can't just, I can't lose weight. And I'm like, I'm looking at her eating pie and ice cream, you know, almost at midnight. And I'm thinking to myself like, hmm, okay, you can't lose weight because you're eating pie and ice cream at 1130 at night. And to a 21 year old who wants to bestow his gift of, you know, a very clear, logical, you know, <laughs> fix uh, for his, you know, at that time, kind of very emotional mother wasn't the best combination. And she's, and I was like, well, why do you say that? She's like, I just, well, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like my metabolism is broken. <laughs> uh, and I was like, mom, you don't even know what your metabolism really is. She's like, well, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's, no matter what I do, I'm not able to, to lose the weight. Little did I know, so much of it was having to do with her relationship with my father, you know, my father was a closet 
you know, homosexual at the time. She knew about it. They never talked about it. And so the love that she couldn't get from him, she, she went to, to get from the kids and any form of like actual connection that she had with my father was pretty much through food and traveling and, you know, buying stuff <laughs> essentially. So food was her way of connecting with with my dad, with all of us. She, I mean, she cooked f- f- with love, right? But that my, t- my, my metabolism is broken was a global belief about herself. It was such a belief that kind of allowed her to give up any responsibility of changing it because she had tried, I mean, as long as I had, I've, could remember, she was always on some form of diet, right? Until at some point, <sighs> I think when you, tr- you know, you try, I use that word, you know, s- intentionally, you try and you try and you try because you keep attempting to use a diet to change your, <laughs> your, your outside appearance when in reality what was going on inside and her, her challenges within her marriage with my dad. This is, of course, my story. I don't know if this is true because she passed away and I never asked her. And it was a couple years after she passed away that my dad came out. But I'm just kind of, this is at least my version of my story and connecting the dots, right? And so that's the thing, though. It's like whether, whether you've tried all the diets and none of them work or you've dated guys and all the good ones are taken, right? Or all guys are assholes or all women are shallow or like whatever those beliefs are. And I hear a lot of them around the, the dating conversation, you know? I've t- spoke, sat down and spoken with so many Actually, a lot of women, when, I'm out da- when I've been out dating over the years, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I enjoy people so much that even if I walk in and I immediately am like, uh, you know, I'm not physically attracted to you, I'm still going to have a great time in getting to know you. Um, however, I do feel like there's been a lot of women who be like, you know what? I, I freaking hate online dating. Dating sucks these days. The older you get, the harder it is. You know, all the, like, and all the good ones are, are taken or all, you know, the, the cute ones are gay. Like, whatever the stories are that people create around certain aspects of their life, uh, that then creates a lens through which you're viewing the world. And so, for instance, with this one-star review, I had a five-minute interaction with a woman, a woman who doesn't know me but just happened to see on my profile somewhere on my Instagram about my podcast, and that's how she hunted me down. She went out of her way to obviously attempt to smear me, you know, professionally. And what does that say about me? Well, I don't know if it says a whole lot about me. What it says about her, in my belief, is that this is a woman that's in pain. And and I have empathy from that, from the standpoint of, you know, for having a, a five-minute interaction and then attempting to, <clears throat> you know, uh, again, smear my name is, is to me, like I often say, every form of communication is either an act of love or it's a cry for help. And I think in this situation with this one-star review, I don't see it as, you know, something that I take personally whatsoever. I see it as a cry for help, which is like I've had so many bad interactions with men or with online dating such that that was her very first comment, which is like, I suck at online dating. Okay, so she's not very secure about online dating. And then she asks a question that also suggests that she doesn't trust anyone that's on the other side, you know? Are you married? I'm like, oh gosh. So we have a lot, we have to unpack and be very clear and very conscious of 
the stories we create. Otherwise, again, those stories create a lens through which we see life and then it taints everything that we see and do. You know, because I've met beautiful women who are so frustrated with the online dating scene or so frustrated with the dieting you know, process or so frustrated with the entrepreneurial process of growing their business or whatever the case might be that they are jaded and they are not, <laughs> not uh, vibrant. They're not like full of vitality and abundance. And, you know, that is what I connect with is someone who's, who's chemistry and their, well, not even just chemistry, their light, uh, again, is like, is radiating. And I've seen it in, I've been in relationships where, you know, I have been that person too, where I had the light and then I lost it because I got scared, right? Or, but I've also been in those relationships where I was in a relationship with, with individuals and their light dissipated. You know, stress and failure and struggles a lot of times can dissipate our light. And I think a lot of times we have to be really, really cautious of not Again, throwing the baby out with the bathwater by creating a global belief by saying all men suck or all women suck or online dating sucks. It's so hard to like all you need is one person. If you're looking to to get into a relationship, (laughs) a long term relationship, there are billions of people on the planet. All you need is one. And so for me, at least, my whole thought is like every single time a relationship hasn't worked, I've always looked at what I could learn from that. You know, whether I was proud of or un- not proud of how I showed up in, in a dating situation. And then I always think to myself, okay, well, <laughs> I'm, one, I'm one no closer to the eventual yes that will make all the difference. Okay. So, again, my thought is with this whole, this whole conversation is that, again, if, if, if you are, it's, it's, for instance, like going out to a restaurant, having a bad experience at that restaurant going out to another restaurant, having another bad experience at a restaurant. I mean, you could probably go out and go to five restaurants and have bad experiences at five different restaurants and understandably just cast a judgment that all restaurants are horrible. There's no good restaurants in the world. They suck. (laughs) But is that true? Of course not. Are there good good men and women out there? Absolutely. Are there a lot of wounded and hurting men and women out there? Absolutely. So the whole idea about this conversation is, is again, not so much about the one-star review because I could give a rat's ass um, about that so much as it is you have to be extremely careful about your beliefs, your limiting beliefs about how the world works. And if you are not careful and intentional about eradicating the bad ones that, that are a disservice to you, then you will end up living in this perpetual experience of, of where you gather evidence to support your beliefs, you know? So I'm guarantee you she got off the, the app as soon as I unmasked her and she was like, that motherfucker, see, I hate men and, or this guy sucked or like whatever. And she went out and she immediately dropped me that one star review, which, you know, doesn't say much about my podcast at all other than just she had a horrible experience with me, which, you know, Carly1215, you know, I'm sorry that I asked if you were a man. <laughs> I'm sorry that my joke was lost on you. Um, but understandably, like I said, a lot can be lost in translation over text and, 
you know what, sometimes uh, I can be a little too uh, teasy, a little too joking um, <laughs> when it's not appropriate, and that's something I'm, I'm always working on. So anyways, I hope you got some a good little nugget out here, and, and to start looking at any time that you say, oh, people always do this, or even like your spouse or your significant, like you always do this, you always do that. That's a pretty broad brush, a pretty broad stroke across life in general. And I would just challenge you to stop and question like, is that absolutely true? Like 100% true that all men are horrible or all women are horrible or all restaurants are horrible or all diets, there's no diets that work. You can never lose weight, you know, because a lot of times the harder part is looking at what's underneath the surface. And like I said before, every form of communication is either an act of love or a cry for help. And so if you hear people say things that are, you know, <laughs> victimizing themselves or victimizing other people or blaming people or essentially, like I've said before, playing below the line where they're not taking responsibility and they're pointing fingers and this is your fault. Truthfully, all that is, is a cry for help. And maybe they need a hug. <laughs> maybe they need to ask you, like, how are you really doing? You know, like checking with them versus letting them off on, you know, walking away and, and continuing to believe that that uh, limiting belief, if that makes sense. So, anyways, <laughs> I don't know if that was as funny to you as it was to me and my buddy Rick, but uh, nonetheless, I do always appreciate you guys listening and whether you have a good experience or a bad experience with me or this podcast, I really want to know. So feel free to drop me a, uh, a written review on Apple podcasts, a one, two, three, four or five stars. And, uh, or always feel free to, to email me, give me some feedback. Let me know what you, what you like, you don't like, but if there's one thing I can always, uh, guarantee you, I will always be open to constructive criticism, feedback, and I will always uh, be humble in wanting to improve my life, improve this this uh, medium that I use to to kind of speak out into the world or speak speak out into the the interwebs. And I really appreciate you being here along with me. So, until next time, have an amazing day, and we'll check in soon. All right? Cheers. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback, and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.